Welcome to another episode of the New Vision Podcast. I'll be speaking with Crystal Mars Noel, a digital creator and content marketer, and we're going to be talking social media, e-commerce, and the online digital creative space. Let's get into it. today to be joined by Crystal Morris Noel. She's a digital marketing and business optimization professional and she's also a digital creator herself um, and has a real love for the advertising space as well as the impact of new technology on businesses. And I'm really happy to have you on the show. Uh, Crystal, how are you doing? Obviously we're recording this during the, well, hopefully last part of our lockdown, but um, how, how have you been keeping? Um, I've been keeping fine, you know, trying to stay, trying to keep my mental good. Because, I mean, in times like these, you know, people are dying. It's crazy. Businesses are closing. There's a lot happening, a lot to take in. It's something new, something that we never experienced before. So just really trying to stay on top of my mental and not go out of my mind, you know. And, and what are you doing to, to cope and, um, you know, well, keep saying so to speak I, I started reading more right just to get away from what's happening outside you know you're inside the house and you know there's not much really to do inside the house yes you could learn a new skill but i just picked up a few self-development books that i started reading and mm-hmm. then, you know, dropped them off a long time ago and I just started back on reading and you know meditating and stuff like that just to take a breather from all of the madness mm. I think freedom is really the, the more important aspect of um, being forced to be inside, really, because there there have been times in my life where I haven't really gone out for weeks. That's when I was much younger, but it didn't bother me. But the fact was I knew I could actually go if I wanted to. And the, when you can't do it, and you know you can't do it, then it's a different, it's a completely different mindset, isn't it? Yeah. Regardless of whether you actually wanted to outside of a lockdown it's kind of just a, a little different uh, is the fact that you can't do it but i'm um, good to hear that you're, you're finding means to cope uh, we've had a, unfortunately a couple suicides recently so we definitely um, need to keep on top of our mental um, wellness and and ensure we check in on ourselves because even after we come out of lockdown whenever that will be people, a lot of people have lost jobs and stuff like that and going through a, a lot of different stuff so that doesn't necessarily mean that that is salvation. Um, but I'm really happy to have you on the on the show, Crystal. Um, I guess the best place to start is to f- ask you um, what, what would have led you to become a, a marketing and branding specialist in the, in the first place. Okay, so I, okay, I initially thought I was into sales, right? And the misconception that a lot of people have is sales hmm. is marketing, right? So before I decided to go to university, I sat down and I said, Crystal, what do you like to do? And I thought, you know, sales is all, I've always been a part of sales. You know, I've been selling stuff on each side. You know, I did a lot of buying and selling, mm-hmm. you know, back in my younger days on Facebook Marketplace. So I, I thought, you know what, let me do a degree in marketing because I think this is where my heart is. And after getting into marketing, then I realized that marketing really isn't sales is something that leads to sales but this isn't sales but you know i had a love for it anyway so i Mm -hmm. you know i I went to ue and i was fortunate that the same 
year that I graduated, well, the same week really, I landed a marketing job in the advertising space. It's very fortuitous. Yes. And, right, it's a full um, ad agency. We specialize in digital, print, radio, TV, talent management. You know, I work with some very, very big brands in, in Barbados as well as regionally. So I was really able to put my foot in, you know, and get consumed in everything, all things marketing, the whole landscape, and just being able to experience and be a part of things, you know, on the, on the go. So that was really, it was really an eye-opener. You know, I learned a lot on the way. Like I said, you know, we come from, you know, just pra things in practice, in theory, and then you get to see what it is in the real world. So really an eye-opener, I would say. The landscape is very, very dynamic. So... All they, they may be a right way to do something. You know, the right way sometimes changes. It changes all the time based on, you know, new things happening. So it's very, very dynamic. Technology. TikTok wasn't wrong five years ago. Exactly, exactly. And also. And, and that's a multi-billion dollar company. I think they have a, don't they have near a billion, if not more than a billion people on, on the app? They do, they do. Is. And, you know, going back to the same thing, we were just saying about lockdown. TikTok really blew up. Um, during the lockdown, you know, more persons were at home and using the platform to stay connected and, you know, to have fun. So the external things really change the way how things happen. So it's just about, you know, always being on top and, you know, adapting to current things. And that, that is a key thing for, for anyone, I guess, involved in a, well, I would say anyone involved in, in modern work. Um, but especially if you're in the marketing space or the tech space, there's always innovation and stuff happening. Yeah. Um, so if you think you could just start on Facebook and you can just maintain on there and that's the only place you need to be, you're probably not going to be maximizing what you could be doing. Exactly. Um, I, I'm old enough to remember when there was Google Plus. I don't, I don't think that even exists anymore. MySpace and what was it? Um, a couple other ones that disappeared into the ether um, that have existed and and had a run for a couple of years or whatever. And um, well, I just wanted to touch on something. What, what do you say, I know you mentioned that people normally confuse the two, marketing and sales. What, would you say that sales yeah. is more difficult than marketing or is it is it really much the same? Okay. Um, is it more difficult? I don't want to say it's more difficult, but Andy, you know, took fun. So to summarize it, right, marketing is basically getting people's attention, right? So getting person's attention, you know, they go hand in hand. People use the words interchangeably, but marketing would be the efforts to grab person's attention. Because so many people are selling stuff. So how do I get this person? How do I get that person? So I, I would summarize it like that. And, and so from your perspective, you, you would say... But there isn't really a major difference between the two in terms of which is more challenging? Because I think, to me personally, sales is harder. Okay. All right. I, I guess you could say that sales is harder when it comes to actually convincing a person to buy something. Because with marketing, is the funnel of mm -hmm. advertising. And you get persons from seeing the product continuously to wanting to Brand get awareness more and so on. the product. Yeah and then consequently taking action. So that would be the last spectrum, which is sales. 
So it takes a while for the marketing efforts to mm-hmm. create sales. Customer journey, conversions, and, and so on. Yeah. Depending on what you're doing exactly. It might be product or services you're selling. Yes. I, I, I definitely agree with that. It just from my perspective, having worked in both sales and marketing, I definitely think sales is harder to do because um, what I've found in the Caribbean is a lot of people, uh, it's, it's changed quite a lot in the last five to seven years, but definitely 10 years ago, a lot of people found it hard to justify why they were spending this amount of money on social media because metrics or even what metrics they were choosing were not necessarily the right ones and so on and so forth. And um, I'm a big believer if you're not measuring the right things, you're never going to yeah. get anywhere. Because um, if you're measuring, if you're trying to make actual sales and you're measuring reach, well, then you're probably not going to actually um, get the goal or the end result you're looking for. Um, so that, that's just my, my view from from being on both sides of it. Um, in terms of the the use of digital and online presence by, by Barbadian businesses, obviously with what you do, that's pretty much what you yeah. do in terms of um, representing um, different companies in the island and maybe even beyond Barbados as well. Um, so how, how do you yeah. think that that has changed over the, the course of your career, even though you've only gotten into the, to the marketing with the current company you're working for, for a couple of years, but how, how do you feel, yeah. think that has um, changed? over the last few years and even before that, just from observing things? All right. So I would say that, again, it's all about adapting to current trends and just seeing where the market leads, right? So traditionally, there was, you know, just television, radio, magazines, newspapers, right? And then social media came about and person started to go on social media. So the attention changed, right? Less people are reading newspapers. Less people are probably listening to radio. You know, the it's kind of like the the market share for each thing decreased and mm. went mostly to digital, right? So then businesses now have the need to move from these things, or not necessarily move, but then they have to really balance how they are putting the attention to their business. Mm. Exactly. So then you, you know, you come on the platform, uh, use this as another arm of your business, so like I said, you don't eliminate the other things, but you use this as another arm to attract another market. So like we like to think that the demographic from Facebook is different from the demographic on Instagram, uh, TikTok, etc. So then based on what you're selling, you work on each platform to suit. And everything that you post isn't going to be seen across platforms. So it's really understanding it how the platforms be. work. Yeah understanding the demographic on each platform and then generating just creating your marketing efforts to suit each platform and demographic based on what you're selling so i would say traditionally the amount of money that businesses would have spent to get reach now they spend significantly less on social media marketing and get way more results way more reach right and i would also say that traditionally um, in traditional marketing as well, where a person was located was, you know, a, a big factor, right? Place where I'm going to put my business. But now with marketing, online marketing, where your business is located no longer matters, right? Like a person could be in the middle of nowhere and set up a business. And by having social media, more persons would be aware of where this business is. True imagery, true content marketing persons know exactly what you're selling, can see exactly how it looks and are able to get to you 
and the location no longer matters. So the barriers of entry to business have no change because of digital platforms. Couldn't agree with you more on, on what you've just um, shared there. And I guess a, 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 a close um, follow-up to that, um, obviously with the digital online presence, um, that is definitely a massive factor. So what would you say are some examples of great branding and, and online presence by Barbadian or Caribbean brands, whether you've worked with them or you just really love what, what you're seeing them doing in terms of their their social media strategy and how they go about branding and, and so on? So this is a tough question. I'm actually having a blank right now. Um, but the, the first brand that comes to mind for me is Automotive Art. And it's not necessarily a Caribbean or Barbadian brand, but they have branches throughout the Caribbean, you know, US, Latin America, mm-hmm. right? And I just find Automotive Art to be very, very consistent with their imagery, with their branding, always coming with something new to grab your attention, you know, in terms of video content. I, I just think the automotive art brand in general is very, very phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, very, very modern. So I, I, I'm trying to think of something else, <laughs> you know. Um, what about the BTA? Because they're saying Barbara. What about the BTA? Uh, what is it? Visit Barbados. Um, Tourism Yeah, the Visit Barbados on, on Twitter. I don't know what they're on Facebook. Maybe Visit Barbados as well. I think they're pretty good. But I imagine maybe judging um, um, destination marketing organizations might be a bit different. Yeah. So I only notice Barbados is maybe I'm not comparing well to Jamaica or Guadeloupe or Grenada or what have you. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely is something that when you notice great branding, it, it definitely stays with you, even if consciously you don't think of it. Um, then then exactly. it does play some role. You might then end up ordering in a year's time, but you can't might not even remember where you first saw it at. Um, exactly. So this is something we would have spoken of offline. But in terms of e-commerce, um, how, how would you say the state of play is in Barbados in, in terms of that aspect of things? Obviously, we, we've gone through pandemic where e-commerce really should have been more important than ever. Um, but how, how do you feel that that um, sits currently in Barbados in 2021? I believe that e-commerce has became a necessity, really. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're still finding our way. You know, a lot of businesses are still trying to navigate the landscape. A lot of people who would have not necessarily thought it was important before are now seeing the importance with this pandemic, right? So I really think that things, you know, kicked off last year when we had the first lockdown. Um, and I noticed personally because of clients that we had, we've always been mm-hmm. monitoring the online metrics, you know, seeing persons who were visiting the online platforms, who was ordering, and we saw a significant increase once everybody else was locked down. And it's pretty obvious, you know, your home, you can't go mm-hmm. to a physical location, let's order online. Right. So we've had a client where from the time they opened, they opened like a year and a half now. From the time they opened, they were offering this online thing and Mm -hmm. no one was ordering online. Right. Persons were going online, visiting the website, adding items to cart, printing them and then visiting the store with these printed lists in their hand. And we found it pretty funny. Right. Were were those older, younger people or all all age ranges? All right, so I would say it was, you know, the older demographic, 
I, I would say that it wasn't necessarily young persons. That's fair enough, but I think my mother would have ordered online though. But um, if she was alive, but that, that, that's that's fair enough. Uh, I'm sure there will be technology for us when we get older. If we're fortunate enough to reach that age, that we will we will not necessarily maximize the the benefits of it. Right. Um. So right. So we saw this happening, and once the lockdown started, online orders went skyrocket, and then when mm. we reopened again the online orders decreased again. So we were asking ourselves, people really use this platform. No, it's back normal. People find just visiting the store, mm. right? Mm. And now with this lockdown at current, the problem now is the logistics, right? So we literally, they opened the website to take orders and they said they were open for 15 minutes and they had to close because the demand was way too high, right? Mm-hmm. And... Oh. I believe this is too because not many businesses have the online platform. So then persons would naturally go Congregate to, to just a few. Have. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So then the supply and demand, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't mm. work. So I'm just saying this to say that it is necessary. And I think that more businesses, you know, just given the current landscape, I love to say adapt, 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 you know. Or a day. You can do that. Exactly. You can do that part as well if you exactly. don't want to adapt. But what 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 that sounds to me? What that sounds like to me? Um, to be honest, is it, in terms of what you laid out there that, that yeah. with that example, is that we need acculturation to e-commerce. Yeah. Um, which you might think from from my perspective is obvious why you would use it and use the benefit benefit of of it, regardless of whether we're in lockdown or not in lockdown. Um, for certain things, I would definitely understand you want a face-to-face interaction rather than just ordering something online. I know the women in my life would say, you know, you do that for clothes. You, you, if you can, you would go and see how it looks and how it looks on you and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though virtual reality may change that and somewhat in the coming future. I'm but the same I, way. I'm the same way. I can't hmm. imagine purchasing clothing online and then when it comes, it doesn't fit and I, I can't wear it. So I get, I get that. Yeah, so so well, I understand it as well. Um, even I'm though not not a woman, uh, so for me personally, more shirts are going to fit, more jeans are going to fit once they're, I collect the right size. But if I had the option of being able to um, see it and and try it on, I would do that. Um, but for stuff yeah. like groceries, which is mainly what what I'm thinking of um, currently, or stuff like hardware stuff, where yeah. whereas um, I mean a nail is a nail is a nail once it's the right size nail or the screw or the right size ratchet. That's what it is. It's not you don't really need to to um, see that in person to to know whether it's going to work for you or not. Um, so for stuff like that, I, I think it it probably needs to be. I don't even know what it would be from a marketing perspective, from whether it's from different companies or whatever. But to or maybe it might just be generational. Like you just literally have to have generation change, and then they would, you know, as I think most of us do, order stuff online if it's possible. Um, so may, maybe that might be all it is. Um, but I do know in America, a lot of people that are over 50 or even over 60 do tend to order online pandemic or no pandemic. So I'm not sure why in Barbados is significantly different. Maybe that's just a cultural issue. It's a culture. Yeah, culture. Culture, culture, culture. My grandmother is 69 and she is not tech savvy hmm. at all. My mom is 43. She is also not tech savvy at all. So I really do think it's a culture thing. Yeah, well, uh, there's nothing 
wrong with people wanting to do what they want to do. It's only in cases like this when you, um, if you have the option and you could stop the amount of people congregating or in lines and so on, that you know you would like as many people to do it as they can, because um, online shopping does require having a, a bank account or a Visa debit card or credit card or what have you, which not everyone in this country has. Uh, but it would be a significant help, no doubt, if the supermarkets had the logistics, logistical capacity and people could just order online and, um, you know, it gets to them within three business days or something like that. Um, but um, as all of us know, and uh, many of us might have friends that are, are business owners, um, such as myself, I'm sure you know people that are business owners as well, um, whether it's small or medium or, or fairly big. Um, but what what is the first tip you would give to a small business owner or a, a, just a business owner in general during this tumultuous time in terms of both their marketing and, and digital presence in, in general? Uh, well, firstly, I will say stay put because I know a lot of people are stressed and not be making an income during this time. Um, but as it relates to marketing, I believe if your business can afford to include a consultant in your budget to maybe assist with your marketing efforts, you know, get the experts to assist you because you might not be necessarily effective in doing this yourself. You know, so I always believe in, you know, getting help from the experts because marketing really comes down to what people think your brand is versus what your brand actually is. Right. So you may have a booming brand, a booming service, but nobody knows this because they're not seeing anything on social media. They're not seeing the effort. You know, you might have a business and stick to your traditional ways and think, I don't need social media. I have word of mouth, stuff like that. So really just getting some help with that. And then there are also some free platforms that persons could use if they can't necessarily afford to get a consultant or somebody to help with marketing at current. You know, a lot of free courses online. There's Canva, right, that you could use to create your own graphic design. You could schedule posts, and that has a very, very low monthly payment. Um, there's also Facebook Create a Studio that you could use to schedule posts. And every now and then, it gives you, like, courses of understanding the analytics, right? Because, like you mentioned before, people, exactly, you know, people make marketing efforts, and sometimes think it's just about posting or just about selling, you know, come here, buy my thing. Lots and lots of call to action, but really it's about, you know, just being top of mind, right? Sometimes you don't necessarily have to say just shop, shop, shop. Like sometimes just post something or just create something that people can relate with or just create a value in some way, you know, give tips, give tricks. Just create something that person would want to come on your platform and say, you know what, this person usually posts some really good insightful stuff. Let's see what she has there. And, you know, just stuff like that. So just being educated as a whole, as it relates to the landscape, because it is going to get better. We are going to use it more, you know, lots and lots of artificial intelligence on the way. Um, there's also Wix that you could create a free um, website, mm -hmm. right? Facebook is free. Instagram is free. Um, you could do sponsored ads. Um, it, it doesn't cost that much to create a sponsored ad that would reach persons every now and then. And like I say, you don't have to hard sell because people know when they're being sold to right? When we watch YouTube, we see an ad, Most we wait, like and we skip the ad. Mm -hmm. we, sometimes we watch it, sometimes we don't. We know, okay, this is ad, right? So you have to be very organic in your efforts most of the time. Yes, you could sell, but not too hard. So I guess that would be my advice to small businesses. I would say the, maybe the 80-20 rule is, is a good rule of thumb. 20% might be 
um, call to action in terms of selling, yeah. and then the eighty percent would be educational tips, um, you know, different behind yeah, the scenes, perfect. different types of uh, content um, that are not outright um, trying to sell someone on on the product or service that you're you're um, selling or you have. Um, I, I just want to end on on something we would have touched on off air um, in, in terms of the regulations and so on that really would allow digital creators such as yourself and many others in this country to flourish uh definitely allow you to be able to grow quick quicker or just be able to you know do what you want to do in terms of uh, being able to monetize your your talents and, and what you're sharing with the world um are, are there any changes in, in regulations or any changes in in um things to do with banking and so on that you you would like to see Oh, that I would like to see. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just wish that it was more open for the online platforms, was more open for Caribbean creators. Because I, 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 have this, I had this conversation with another creator recently, and we were just looking at the restrictions in terms of how much we can really use these digital platforms because of you know Caribbean restrictions. Sometimes you use Instagram, and this music is not available, or you can't use this thing etc so it's really a limitation because we're in the caribbean and maybe this is something greater that the governmental body has to do to formulate something to give us more mm -hmm. access but all i can say that we can do at current is to try to make our efforts our, our digital creative our our art basically all we have to do is mm -hmm. make it at an international level Everything that we do, just ensure that our content is of high quality. Um, there are lots of online opportunities, lots of opportunities for remote work. Um, with the same bank, you could use your Visa debit to um, access online payments, stuff like that. So there's still a bit of ways that creators can get through being on this side of the planet. It's just a goal. And we want them to remain on this side of the planet as well. <laughs> Yep, yep, we do. But the thing we, is, we it, forces, it forces them to then want to go outside to seek these opportunities, right? There's no two ways to go. Well, I can't, I can't blame them. Can't blame them. But, but we do need people on this island to. Uh, well, there's ministers were saying about repopulating or having children, and I guess uh, paying taxes so you can take care of our pensioners or people that will be getting a pension mm -hmm. soon. Um, so. I would say is in the government's interest to do certain things to allow people to not want to or make sure people don't want to leave. Let's put it that way. Okay, okay. So right, so that is hard because you know digital platforms start to level the playing field, right? Now you're on social media with other mm -hmm. bigger brands, you're on social media with other influencers, and it's a level playing ground, right? And I think everyone wants to get the most out of what they do. Right? So this this is a touchy subject. It sure is, but um, we have to allow people that are innovative, whether it's in the digital creative space, whether it's in, in other areas, in the tech space, in fintech, whatever other area, creative sector overall, um, we got, got to allow people to flourish rather than holding things back exactly. because we need to grow this economy. Otherwise, we won't be able to pay off the IMF, exactly. at least not without... Oh, us being impacted significantly in terms of standard of living declining. So I, I, I hope that um, 
certain things in terms of the banking regulations and and, and certain other things are changed yeah. so it's much easier and you don't have to go through a feel if you're, you're you're literally i don't know trying to start a a, a thing to get a rocket ship up to mars or something it, it shouldn't be that difficult yeah. to do things that to me are, are really and truly simple in terms of the grand scheme of things when you look globally it's easy for people in certain other places to yeah, get it done right. so it shouldn't be it shouldn't be like you feel if you're running a marathon to, to just be able to get a ability to earn money yeah. doesn't really make sense to me especially when we're, we're crying out and we've always heard people moaning and talking about we need foreign exchange well okay, so I, I are we going to do something about it or just keep talking exactly exactly and i could see how you know digital creators could feel caged in but like i say there are many opportunities for remote work so you know photographers could sell their photos you know influencers can you know advertise stuff to different markets so there are opportunities it's just about finding them and presenting your way to the highest quality standards that person would see you as truly value yeah and that, that applies to anybody in the creative sector. You, you don't necessarily need to be in you know, Italy to be selling uh, paintings, for example. <laughs> Just go got, um, you know, actually got talent, which takes years of craft, maybe 10, 15 years to get that good. But there, there is hope. But I, I just want to see it be easier for people to succeed. We, we'll always have to have some level of struggle and challenge to get to anywhere worthwhile. But is a matter of making it as easy as possible in terms of facilitating more successful people in the island is, is my view on it. And the government's part is facilitating and creating a playing field where as many people as possible in this island, and well, I guess in apply to any other Caribbean island, can succeed as possible. Yeah. So I definitely hope that that can happen um, obviously, we got to come out the other side of the pandemic with good health and and, and more supporting life. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that 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 can happen over the next few years. So I want to thank you, Crystal, for for coming on the show. Um, I I just want you to to give people um idea where they can find you online. Uh, okay. Um, thanks for having me as well. Very, very of thankful course. to be here. And it is Crystal Mars underscore Noel on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Crystal Mars Noel. Well branded. <laughs> <laughs> and and can they contact you in relation? What would be the best place to contact you in relation to utilizing your, your services as a consultant? Uh, well, you could send me an email or at crystalmars246 at gmail.com or you could easily just send me a direct message on any of my social media platforms. I'm mm -hmm. always here to help. Of which there are several. So shouldn't have any difficulties. If like some people you're only on one, you should be on one of those one of those um, options she gave there. Um, so thank you again for, for joining the show, Crystal, and hope that this year will be not like last year, even even though this year so far has not been terribly good. But I wish you a productive <laughs> and, and um, successful 2021. Thank you so much, you as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, until next time.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the New Vision Podcast. Of course, you can download any episode from your favorite platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many of your other favorite platforms. We really appreciate if you could leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, Obviously, this really helps with the algorithm. And we would also appreciate if you have any feedback or commentary and you would like to even ask us a question as well. You can leave that through the Anchor voice messages feature. Alternatively, if you don't have Anchor, you can get in touch with us on Instagram or on Twitter. Until next time.